0: are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And it's a new week of Lions football, and we're back on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network on a Monday, October 7th, I'm moving into Tuesday, October 8th. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. Great to be back and talking Lions football again and talking about a game. We've got a big one coming up a week from tonight. At uh, just after uh, 8 o'clock in Green Bay for the Lions and the Packers Monday night football. Very, very exciting stuff, and we will get into that. I I watched the uh, Packers-Cowboys game yesterday. uh, yesterday. We'll talk about the Lions chances coming up a little bit right here on Lockdown Lions. Also, we'll look at what happened around the rest of the division uh, on Sunday, yesterday, including you got to hear this rant from Dan Hampton, the former Bears uh, defensive end, and Part of that 85 Bears championship team on WGN radio on the postgame show yesterday after the Bears lost to the Raiders. All right, Raiders Um, in London. You got to hear this audio and we'll react to it right here on Lockdown Lions for this Monday. We're brought to you today in part by the, the Roman Swipes. We'll tell you about Roman Swipes, guys, coming up in a little bit. You can find me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks D E R Y Speaks and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. Thank you for joining me and listening today. All right, I'm going to get right into it, and I'm going to I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb here, and and, and, and we're going to have a big week. We have the Lockdown crossover with Peter Bukowski on Wednesday, who hosts Lockdown Packers. We're working on some other guests this week. I, I want to get right into it, and, and we're not going to talk about uh, you know what what the Lions are doing on a Monday. I want to get right into the nitty-gritty here, the meat and potatoes, and that is Monday night, a week from tonight. The Lions are going to be going to Green Bay to play the Packers, and I'm going to come out and say it right here, right now. The Detroit Lions can win this game. The Detroit Lions can do it. It would be one of the, if not the biggest, regular season win this team has seen in what, 20, 30 years? And there have been some big ones, and there has been some big ones recently. When the Lions uh, made the playoffs years ago under Jim Caldwell, they, or, I think it was, was it 2011 under Jim Schwartz when they wrapped up the uh, the wild card spot with a home win against the Chargers, and Cliff Averill had a, a pick six, and the, the Ford Field was just going crazy. There have been some good, very solid regular season wins for the Lions recently. But I'm telling you, next Monday night, Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers, the four and one Green Bay Packers against the two one and one Lions, and a chance to get into first place in the division. I I, I think it can happen. Now I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's going, I'm not making any predictions yet. I was talking to uh, my, my main man, Al, yesterday, and he says, what's your prediction? I don't have a prediction yet. I want to see how the week goes. I want to see if Slay is healthy. I want to see if Amandola is healthy. I want to see if all these guys are coming back. What's the story with, with TJ Hawkinson? I, but I watched the Packers yesterday, and I saw, and Green Bay knocked off, in case you missed it yesterday, Green Bay went into Dallas, which is never an easy task. Jerry World, 110,000 people. And the Packers beat the Cowboys 34-24, to dominated the first half, led 17-0 at the break, looked like they were cruising. Dallas made it a game toward the end and everything else, but it was, it was clearly Green Bay's day. But I got news for you. If the Detroit Lions are going to pull this off and, and go into Green Bay and knock off, and I know the Lions have won a couple of games recently at Lambeau, both with Aaron Rodgers basically on the sidelines. The Lions can do this if their twenty-eight million dollar man has one of those games that he's supposed to have. And I'm talking about Matthew Stafford. We can get into the run game. We can talk about the Daryl Bevel and we can talk about the defense. Monday night is an opportunity of a lifetime for Matthew Stafford to pull this off and to outplay. Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday, Dak Prescott of the Cowboys, who you could make an argument is better than Stafford. You could also make the argument the other way. Dak Prescott threw for 463 yards and two touchdowns. Now he was picked off three times and his passer rating was 83.8. Not the greatest day for Dak Prescott, but anytime he had anybody open down the field, for the most part, he delivered the football. There were some bad throws. There was some mix-ups with Michael Gallup a couple of times, his wide receiver. The week before, on the Thursday night edition of NFL football, Carson Wentz threw three touchdowns and had a passer rating of 113.2 against the vaunted Packers secondary en route to Philly's win over Green Bay. So, the Packers are coming home after beating Dallas, trying to avoid losing back-to-back night games at Lambeau Field. How often can you say the Packers are going to lose back-to-back games under the lights at Lambeau? Not very often. But I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you today the Lions can do it. And Vegas thinks they can do it. This spread opened at six points yesterday. Some places have it down to four and a half for Green Bay. They're not a seven or eight point favorite rolling at four and one against that, you know, that outfit out of Detroit, which never wins big games. No, people in Vegas are even thinking that the Lions have a shot. And I completely understand Aaron Rodgers finally has a running game with Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers finally has what looks like a consistent defense with some pretty solid players up front. All right? And I see that. Preston Smith is a good football player. He's kind of a new addition for the Packers. Zadarius Smith, if he's not too injured, is solid. Kenny Clark is as good as they come at defensive tackle. They've added some pretty solid uh, uh, DBs, you know, Rashawn Gary is there. They've got some good players. They've, they've, they've revamped their team, but I saw something yesterday. I saw. <sighs> Jair Alexander, for example, get beat and beat badly by Amari Cooper. I watched open holes over the middle of the field as the Dallas Cowboys were finding open receivers. Cooper, Gallup, Witten, Cobb. All right, alone in the middle of the field, picking on Blake Martinez, the linebacker, one of the inside linebackers for Green Bay. Amari Cooper caught 226 yards worth of footballs yesterday. 11 catches. Michael Gallup, seven catches, a buck, 13. There were plays made down the field, and the Detroit Lions have Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, if he's healthy, Amendola, Hawkinson, and other tight ends, and they can throw the football against the Packers. I get what the Lions want to do. I understand. The goal is usually to establish the run. The offensive line has gotten better. But the Lions can pull this off, folks. And what a win it would be. How many of you feel like, oh, my God, this, this Matt Derry got completely sucked in. Diesel, what are you doing? You, are, you, are you eating the cornbread? Are you drenched in that butter, the Kool-Aid, whatever you want to call it? I just see a football team coming off a bye, getting healthy, having two weeks to prepare, not being as sore. After a game, I see a football team that can do it. I do. I think Matt Patricia is going to come up with a game plan that is going to limit what Aaron Rodgers does. Did anybody here, did anybody check out Frank Reich and any of the Colts players, what they said after the game last night when Indianapolis went into Kansas City and knocked off Chiefs Kingdom? Oh, we we watched the Detroit film from a week ago, and we saw some things in terms of man coverage to take away what Patrick Mahomes was trying to do. This was shades of Bill Belichick after the Patriots beat the Rams in the Super Bowl, lauding Matt Patricia and the Lions for their game plan earlier in the year against the Rams. Matt Patricia, at least in coaching circles, and his game planning is semi-regarded. Have I lost my mind? Derry Speaks on Twitter, D-E-R-Y Speaks on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. I would love your comments. What worries me about the game? I'll tell you that coming up next. Because I did see something yesterday that that worries me a bit. Hey, most guys have tried different ways to last longer. Uh Uh-oh, are we talking about sex again? Yes, we are. But saying the Pledge of Allegiance in your head or counting backwards from 10 doesn't always work. The folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game With something called Roman Swipes, the secret to longer lasting sex. They are clinically proven. They're a pretty clinically proven way to last longer in bed. Effective, easy to use, and fast acting, but don't require a prescription. Roman can ship swipes to you in a discreet, unmarked packaging, and each swipes packet is small enough to hide in your wallet for whenever you need it. Swipes are great, they will not transfer to your partner, so you can last longer without worrying. They're super easy to use, just take swipes out of the packet. Swipe it on, let it dry, and you're good to go. That's it. Get $10, folks, off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N. GetRoman.com slash Locked, L-O-C-K-E-D, On, O-N-N-F-L. For $10 off and free two-day shipping. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. This is a real commercial, folks. Roman swipes. All right, back on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on a a Monday. Hope everybody is doing well. Lions and Packers for Monday Night Football coming up at around 8.20 next Monday night. Are they still starting these games at 8.20? Um, You know, I, I can't keep up with all the different scheduling now. I know that college football has gone to the um, so, uh, the Saturday night games but they've switched them to 730 so Ohio State Michigan State was about 740 start yeah 815 next Monday night for the Lions and the Packers uh, in Green Bay and what should be a whale of a football game again this line opened open up at six it's now down to four and a half Packers are four and one with their loan loss to the Eagles Lions are two one and one with their loan loss to the Chiefs and we're getting an early start on previewing this game, and I said it at the start of the show, and I I will continue to beat the drum all week. I think the Lions can pull this off. I know they've won some games recently at Lambeau to end the jinx and everything else going back to 1991. But it didn't really matter in the grand scheme of things because last year's Week 17 game, Aaron Rodgers played like one series, and a couple of years ago when they beat the Packers at Lambeau, um, you know, uh, Rodgers was out, was injured. And Brett Hundley was the quarterback. The Lions can pull this off, and I think Matthew Stafford can throw on that secondary, and I think the Lions can have some people running free in that secondary all game long. What worries me about Green Bay and what I saw yesterday are their two tackles right now. Brian Balaga and David Bakhtiari are playing well hell of a football. There were some holes opened up yesterday for Aaron Jones at 5.6 yards a carry that, that, that really were big holes, and again, not all of them were up the middle. Some of them were off to the uh, on the edge with the tackles. But Balaga and Bakhtiari are are playing as good a, 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 as two tackles can play in the NFL. That's a that's a heck of a tandem. And Green Bay's offensive line yesterday dominated Dallas. And oh by the way, Leighton Vander Esch, who I love at, at linebacker for the Cowboys. And he had nine sacks yesterday and a tackle for a loss, but he he missed a bunch of tackles. And what worries me is Aaron Jones juking Vander Esch can do the very same thing to Jared Davis because Leighton Vander Esch is, is two times, three times the player Jared Davis is. So if the Lions are going to win on Su- uh, Monday night, they're going to have to limit that Green Bay ground attack, which ran for a buck twenty yesterday, 107 of those yards from uh, Aaron Jones, including four touchdowns didn't have any real long runs. I think his long was 18, but 5.6 yards a carry, that opens things up for Aaron Rodgers, and that can get scary. Green Bay's offensive line won the day yesterday, or last, uh, yeah, yesterday in the a 425 start. That is definitely a concern. And if you've watched the Lions these first four weeks, Snacks Harrison, where have you been? Trey Flowers at times, where have you been? Sean Robinson, hot and cold. Those guys are going to get a big test. Snacks especially. I think he'd be the first to tell you that for the first quarter of the season, he has not played up to standard. Wouldn't it be a great coming out party Monday night, next week, if the Snacks man decides to wreak some havoc in that Green Bay backfield? But I'm concerned. Because the Packers offense yesterday was... They scored 34 points yesterday, and Rodgers didn't throw a touchdown pass. His passer rating was only 85.2. He didn't have a Aaron Rodgers, you know, he didn't have a 350-yard passing day with three touchdowns. The leading receiver yesterday was Jimmy, uh, was Aaron Jones out of the backfield. I mean, Devontae Adams with turf toe didn't even play, and they put up a 34-burger on Dallas in Dallas. It's a definite concern. And you talk about Graham and Geronimo Geronimo Allison, and if Adams plays, uh, Valdez, Scantling's a pretty good player. They've got some weapons, and Aaron Jones out of the backfield as well. But that Lions defensive line better step it up. If Rodgers has the kind of time that some of these other quarterbacks have had this year, Mahomes, Rivers, and I know the Lions have done a really good job, even with the time that the quarterbacks have had covering down the field, It'll still be a long night. The D line has got to put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers, who, oh by the way, yesterday was only sacked twice. But I think this can be done, and I I don't know why I I watched Green Bay yesterday, and I look, they're good. That's a good team. Don't get me wrong. Green Bay has been, at least so far this season, the class of the North. And if they were to win next week and get to five and one, and drop the Lions to two two and one. Uh, Green Bay would open up some serious leg room for themselves. And every team is above 500 in the division. Minnesota even won yesterday. Bears lost, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the Packers have been impressive. There's no question about it. They played very well. And they put up 119 points already through five games. And their defense has been good. But I'm here to tell you the Lions can pull this off. The Lions can win. I I, I believe it. So we'll get into it as, as the week progresses. I want to play you some audio, um, which is pretty good stuff. We'll do that in a second. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime. Let the Vivid Seats app help you get your, to your favorite live sporting event. Anybody going up to Lambeau? Oh, my goodness. I know my buddy Eric Thayer's going. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout on Vivid Seats' app to receive a discount of up to $100. If you're buying tickets for anything, check out Vivid Seats. Enter the promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100 from Vivid Seats. All right, so yesterday the Chicago Bears lost to the Raiders of all teams. How about John Gruden, baby? 24-21 Raiders over the Bears yesterday over in London at uh, Tottenham. Go Spurs! Come on, you Spurs! Coys, uh, in the Tottenham Stadium. After the game on Bears, uh, on uh, seven twenty WGN Radio, the Bears do a post game. They have a po- post game show there. The Bears have like five post game shows um, in Chicago. They have a couple of sports stations. I thought this was a sports station. Oh well, golly gee, what do you know? Uh, a town with two sports stations. Anyway, um, don't get me started. So on WGN yesterday, Dan Hampton was on the former Bear, and he went ballistic on the Chicago Bears for losing to the Raiders. Listen to this.
0: Chase Daniels gave us a great chance to get back in the game and win this game. Unfortunately, yeah, he had a couple of stupid uh, interceptions. All that being said, where's our defense? Where is the, the greatest defense? You know, I heard Dicker spouting off this week. Oh, yeah, this is one of the greatest defenses have ever done. Maybe better than—you cannot give up 97-yard touchdown drives in the fourth quarter— Where's the $141 million Khalil Mack? He's on the sidelines breathing hard. What is it, 50 degrees in London? All I'm telling you is this. This team, I'd like to buy them for what they're worth and sell them for what they think they're worth. They all think they're so great. And I'm telling you what, Anthony Miller, you little, you you were the reason this game turned back to the Raiders. You make that stupid, you know, Melvin, you know, taunting call, give them the ball where they get to kick it off 15 yards, you know, closer. And then you miss the tackle, you go in there like a punk, put your head down, don't even make the play, and then you get another penalty at the end of it, that gives them the ball back on the 35, going in. All I'm saying is, Matt Nagy, you better wake up. You've been given an awful lot. Great players, in a lot of positions, someone ball your hands, like Khalil Mack, like Akeem Hicks, these guys are great, but guess what? At some point, you need discipline. You need some toughness. Your offensive line is a disgrace. Last year at the end of the year, they were supposed to be something. On the on the come, they're gonna be something great. They have been an embarrassment today. They got their ass handed to them for the opening kickoff. And I'm telling you this, Chase Daniel, you can't you know, you can't expect a quarterback to be error-free when he's got people in his face. You know how many times Derek Carr got hit today? You know how many times our great defensive line hit him? One time, Ob got closer to him from the guy from the from art from studio. I'm telling you, this is a debacle, and you hang it right on Matt Nagy's behind.
1: All right, that courtesy of WGN Radio. How good is Dan Hampton right there? That was hilarious. Think about this though; he's ranting about Matt Nagy and the Bears. The Bears are really good. The Bears are good. They're three and two. And listen to to, to Hampton just go off on that team. It sounded like he was talking about a one and four team, or a two and three team, or an zero and five team. They're three and two. They lost to the Raiders yesterday. Oh, by the way, aren't horrible anymore. So expectations are very, very high in Chicago. They're that angry in Chicago over the Bears losing to the Raiders. (laughs) That was good stuff, though. That tells you about the expectations in Chicago and what they expect from their Bears for sure. And the Bears will be uh, off next week at 3-2, uh, and two. not playing. Hmm. All right, well, that just tells you what, what the fans and, he, and even, you know, former Bears think of that team right now. Matt Nagy did a whale of a job last year, whale of a job, and is a good coach. I think we can go a little bit easy on them for losing a bat. Every, everybody, every team is a clunker. That was a clunker yesterday for Chicago, no doubt. I thought I'd do it for Locked On Lions today. Uh, Proudly uh, brought to you by our friends at Roman Swipes. We'll do it again tomorrow, folks, right here on Locked On.